Hey everyone, before we begin today's show, we just wanted to remind you that Dr. Ben's new book, Designed to Heal, is out and available for purchase. To book Dr. Ben for speaking engagements or to purchase the book, visit drbenrall.com. That's D-R-B-E-N-R-A-L-L.com. Now, Designed to Heal. I'm Dr. Ben Rall. Do you know where the most amazing doctor lives? You may be surprised to learn that it's actually right inside of you. Yet, today's healthcare model is built on a foundation that the greatest doctor instead comes in the form of pills, potions, lotions, even surgery. So listen in, because what if the majority of what you have been told about health and healing is not only wrong, but actually harmful to you? One thing is for sure, when you work with your body and not against it, you'll begin to discover that you are in fact designed to heal. Welcome back to Design to Heal with Dr. Ben Rawl. And uh, Ben, we've got, uh, you know, we always have great guests. Yeah. And so I just, I love, you know, <laughs> I love minutes before the show. Hey, who's next? And you just get excited. Yeah. You know something good's coming. Yeah. And well, so, uh, yeah, what's up, man? What do we got today? Who do we have today? What's going on? Definitely one of those. Um, our guest today is Susan Sweeten. And I met her, well, I've known about her and I've known about her work. And especially, of course, during COVID and during all of those things and, and travel. And we've talked a lot about these things on the show. So I, I met her through that space, and then uh, I was at an event a few weeks ago uh, at Mickey Willis's The Great Awakening movie, and you know there was a lot of people there, and we were able to connect. You know, we've got a Florida connection and multiple friends. We just had never really met face to face, and so it was like, hey, we've got to connect and 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 let people know about what she's doing and uh, the work that she's done. A lot of people are probably familiar with some of the things; they just didn't realize it. Um, she's a serial entrepreneur or she's a mama, she's a, you know, freedom fighter. She's a, she's a strong cup of coffee. And I mean that as, as a, as a great compliment, cause I feel that I'm the same way. So when I met her, I was like, man, this gal's got it, got it going on here. So welcome to the show, Susan. And, um, thanks for being on, but will you do our listeners thanks. a favor? Will you tell us a little bit of your, your background, your journey, what you, you know, and then we'll just walk through this. Yeah, so uh, I started in the health freedom space, uh, sadly, um, when my son had a vaccine reaction at birth. Uh, so 2017, I was going to be the delayed schedule mom, and uh, my son had a reaction to the hepatitis B vaccine after I specifically asked the nurse, why was she giving it to him? What is this vaccine? Uh, she said, if I didn't give it to him, my pediatrician wouldn't see him and I wouldn't know if he's deaf, dumb or blind. 54 minutes after receiving the shot, he stopped breathing every hour on the hour for the first 24 hours of his life. And it was every time I would lay him down. That set me down a pretty quick rabbit hole as a mom, uh, to understand what happened and what didn't I know and what wasn't I given by way of true informed consent. From that, um, my background is in events, working for a multi-million dollar um, in C-suites inside of private equity and uh, fashion. I use those skill sets to hold on to, um, help hold on to our religious exemption in New Jersey so that my son could attend school. And in the midst of those battles, I learned a lot about uh, how we operate inside of a community what I leaned on inside of my own tribe by way of real health and wellness information, uh, because I was leaning on other moms that had children uh, that experienced vaccine reactions from clearing them to leaning into more of a chiropractic care and naturopathic care for our family versus the traditional allopathic um, modalities that I had once thought were, again, quote, safe and effective. And uh, in the midst of all of that and the pandemic, uh, I started to get very worried. A bill passed inside of the House and the uh, Congress and Senate uh, that we were, as the United States, not going to use organs harvested through the CCP. And it passed really quickly in 2020. And I looked at my husband and I said, that's freaking me out. Because if both of those houses agree that the Chinese are harvesting organs illegally in China, like that's the testing ground. I always thought, and mm. yeah, I'm not tin hat wearer, I guess. Yeah. And um, I said, we need an escape route. What, what happens when they come knocking on our door when they decide that they mm. need something from my natural born human? Mm. Because after his reaction, we, we, we stopped all his vaccinations and decided to um, 
look at the whole treatment of an unvaccinated child and really get ourselves educated on diseases and prevention. And I said, they're going to want something. And here we are in 2023 looking at, you know, looking for unvaccinated blood and what happens to the organs. And um, from that, I started really going down the rabbit hole of private private aviation, which is my background Mm. in those C-suites. That's how all of my guys traveled. And I will say they almost got away with murder on most of those flights. Mm. So um, from that was born my, uh, my brainchild of Freedom Travel Alliance. And we launched that. I launched that with my business partner, Dolores Cahill out of Ireland, with her going on a show, a uh, really well, well attended show, the James Corbett Report. And within a week of us saying, hey, does anyone want to remake travel? Our Proton Mail was shut down. Our PayPal account was frozen and a hit piece came out by the Daily Beast. And we were just a concept. We're week one. And so we knew we were right over target. I'm proud to say three years later, we have members in over 181 countries, close to 100,000 subscribers. And we've helped thousands of people travel uh, in and around the world during the heat of the pandemic, um, unencumbered by a health status. And the first question most of my members, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I mean, I just, you know, I just want to give people a little bit of that timeline refresher. So, you know, because, you know, there's certain things that we all want to forget about the pandemic, but there's a lot of things we need to remember. So we stay aware, you know, for those people that were making decisions to, you know, not take certain medical products and the way that certain, you know, countries responded and the whole deal, you know, there was a lot of people that were, you know, unable to travel. And so, you know, I know that there was, you know, options. And that's how I first found out about you for my own sake. I was, I had needed to get certain places and certain things weren't an option for myself and my family. And so we were like, what is even out there? So um, I think it was so, you know, you, know, you were ahead of, of the curve here in the sense because, you know, people were asking, and then it was always heartbreaking, you know, to hear stories of people that, um, were, were, were coerced and forced into getting those products. And then, you know, some were just to go on a vacation, which was a little weird to me, but then some were like, you know, they needed to go see family in another country or a, a, a relative that was sick or a wedding or something like this, these real life events. And uh, it was devastating to watch these people not be able to have those options. You know, we need those, those things in the space. So just first of all, just thank you for doing that. But clearly it exposed you know, because here's what I want people to know. This isn't some um, elitism concept. You know what I mean? Uh, being able to travel unencumbered regarding health status or vaccination status is a freedom that we should have. Right. So this isn't like, you know, I know it started with the C-suite world, but what you're talking about is every, you know, every man, a woman, a, a basic human right of freedom of travel, if you will. Maybe I said it the wrong way, but uh, clarify anything I, I misspoke on. No, it's an inalienable right, and we do have it. It's the the restrictions that the governments feel that they can impose. And so, while I um, in twenty twenty one, I woke up after running an online conference for NVSC called "Protecting Your Bodily Autonomy in the Twenty First Century" with about sixty different speakers that had um, given their testimony on treatment and preventions of certain illnesses, and. Um, I woke up to a flu bill coming up in New Jersey and I, and I said to my husband, I'm like, I'm done. Like, I can't keep fighting when they're going to lie and they're going to steal and they're going to cheat and they're going to think that they're playing God by taking away these individual inalienable rights that have been God given. And so I wanted to build with my right hand and fight with my left. So 60, 40 model. Now I'm thinking I'm in the 90, 90, 20, 90, 10, 80, 20 uh, model where I'm building solutions and inside of that, the inside of freedom travel, this wasn't supposed to be for the one percenters. I will tell you that yeah. we took crypto because when we got kicked off of PayPal, most people had more financial um, uh, gains inside of crypto that they could use for this private travel. And then I, in a year and a half's time, we figured out, um, I had one member come to me and say, look, we're taking so many private charters one way into the United States, out of Canada specifically, that." Um, we can't keep doing it because it was about a thousand to two thousand dollars per seat. Mm. And I said, I totally get it. And I said, what we have is an option. Our paperwork that's an option um, has never been tried on commercial, but I would love for it to be done. Are you willing to be the beta? Because it's always going to take one person to give it a shot. And so her and her family did. A family of six left Canada, went into um, Hawaii, and there was no issues. And so from there, it became you know twelve, and then twenty, and then fifty, and then over a hundred. And now we're sitting in the thousands that have used our lawful, legal, 
um, paperwork to help them use commercial flights, whether, you know, we believe we worry about those pilots flying. That was another yeah. story. Um, but it was the goal was to help families just like mine. And the first question that my members asked was, where do I go that's safe? You know, because they were looking at, uh, and we moved people to Mexico, Costa Rica, um, uh, Florida. We, we were always then followed up with asking, what do we do if we get sick? And again, as a mom that suffered, her son suffered a vaccine reaction at birth. I was lucky to quickly go down the real health and wellness rabbit hole and get connected and see all the information that we needed for our families to make great decisions. But that second question coming up for my members was tricky because they were going to non-English speaking countries, um, a lot of them. And then they were you know, used to a socialized Medicare um, system, Medicare, you know, and they, they didn't know what to do and no one wanted to go to a hospital because that was death care. And that's still pretty much, you know, how a lot of people see it today. So I was connecting doctors and, and, uh, nurses organically, like those that were yeah. traveling to different parts of the country saying, okay, you guys meet up. So if there's a God forbid situation, you guys at least know each other and you're yeah. only maybe five, 10, 20 miles outside of each other. And amongst this journey, I ended up meeting with um, my business partner now, Donna, who is uh, one of the first nurses that stood out on this issue in, in New York City. She ended up on you know, 60 Minutes in her scrubs, holding a line saying the mandates you know, are not something that we should succumb to. And I looked at her when we talked because she was looking for speakers on one of her stages. And I said, it's not enough to just tell people not to do it. Mm. What are we going to tell them when you know, they have a, a mortgage, car payment, hmm. college tuition for their kids, private schools, you know, electricity bills. What are you going to tell them? They're going to, there's no option. There's no better way forward for these. The same way I was trying to do for my pilots, you know, um, I had 5,000 pilots reach out to me saying, do you have jets? We want to come fly for you because we just took early retirement, but they didn't want to get out of the game. Yeah. So I looked at her and I said, what are you going to do? I, I really want to build out something uh, that will connect people, streamline the information, slow it down because it was rapid fire. I mean, Dr. Ben, I'm sure you're familiar between the telegrams, the signals, the podcasts, sure. the Facebook groups, the, the, the lives. It was every other minute we yeah. were getting, you know, the, whether it's a bioweapon, a non-bioweapon, yeah. it's the spike protein that, you know, they're shedding, there's no shedding. Yeah. I mean, it was wild. And I just found it in my in my own circle very overwhelming. And I thought if I was overwhelmed by mm. the onslaught of information, so many of my members in Freedom Travel were as well. We needed to turn the umbrella over, slow it down, streamline it, put together the best in class, and present it in a really simple format for people to stay connected and not fall off of this wellness journey as they got quote unquote more comfortable as some of those mandates relax and uh, freedom health connect was born beautiful and i want to before you start to tell us and, and we dive into freedom health connect i i want to number one thank you for just following that that instinct i i often say that even with like in my my, my staff or patients or you know if a staff has a or if a patient asks me a question it's likely that 20 other patients have the same question right like if it should they're just the one that was brave enough to ask it or bring it up so you always use that as feedback and even that intuition that we have as, as parents or individuals that just say something's not right about us. It's so important that we listen to that. But uh, so many things that you are, are doing are so important. I think uh, we all can fall kind of um, the right word. But we can all fall victim to just getting so frustrated at the system that we, we don't spend time building. We spend time just fighting and frustrated and angry. And I can fall into that camp at times just often, frankly, because it's there's so much to get freaked out about and to get worried about and to get angry about and to get frustrated. The other thing though, that, that I'm thinks important that, so, so kudos to just, you know, getting yourself to be able to flip that switch to focus on building solutions. And then the second thing before you go into freedom health connect is what you said is so important. It's, it reminds me, you know, back in the day, you talked to people about nutrition. It's like, well, Hey, one day eggs are good for you. One day eggs are bad at you, for you. So what the heck? And just throw their hands up in the air. And like you said, oftentimes they don't actually do nothing. They often just revert back to the traditional medical model, unfortunately. They just revert back to, you know, the propaganda, TV commercial, whatever, recommendations, because it's it feels too hard to just fight upstream. It feels too hard to be different. It feels too hard. 
I understand. I understand it. I mean, the only reason I can kind of handle it is because I do it for a living. So, like, this is my job to do it. But for the, you know, the the, the just the average mom and dad, average just mean the, the the typical mom and dad that are just out there trying to navigate this. It is completely overwhelming and and almost by design overwhelming. And so, because of that, somebody has to curate. Not that we have all of the solutions all of the time. But if we don't, we lose them, like you said, back to just unfortunately, uh, by default, kind of back to the system. And so we needed things like this. We need more of them, frankly. But will you tell us then about uh, Freedom Health Connect, what it entails, how they can learn more, how they can get engaged? Uh, it's amazing. I was just going through some stuff today with it. But will you just kind of tell us about this then? Yeah, it's super simple. It's, you know, freedomhealthconnect.com. The goal is to be a one-stop shop. So all aspects of your health journey uh, easily navigated and managed on our platform. So if you want to uh, find a local provider, clinic, um, IV therapy, uh, HBOT treatment, we have inside of the membership a health directory, uh, a global health directory. Because when I created Freedom Travel, remember, we were asking over there, as anyone a freedom-minded business, you never mandated a mask, you never shut down, you never mandated any type of biological um, injections. They they turned around and signed up, and a, a overwhelmingly, sixty percent of them were inside of the health and wellness space. So we moved them over into this directory and spent some more time vetting them. Um, so really quickly, if you just wanted to find a local provider that is like-minded, where you're not worried about some questions. As in my family, we we get very nervous about those intake questions. Yeah, right. And are we going to be part of an EMR versus paper records, um, which I prefer? And we encourage all of our uh, providers to look at doing. Um, then connecting with your tribe. So like-minded conversations that are being censored or uh, run at a rapid fire inside of those Telegram groups is slowing it down because it's being uh, condensed into categories. We obviously will have our members live where we talk about what's going on in the world and what we have going on and what we're cooking. Um, but also the webinars, the best in class. So we've partnered with like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar, if you guys are familiar with IPAC, Jack Lyons-Weiler, we picked mm -hmm. what we considered one of the three foundational core elements of um, what Jack's offering to put forward inside of our membership, um, all the way to checklists for travel, um, access to telemed, uh, we have a strategic and amazing alliance with an advocacy um, group that is helping our members should they get into a crisis. Um, we then went as far as looking at, you know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with MediShares or mm -hmm. HealthShares, mm -hmm. but we tried to find, again, best in class. And just for your listeners' sake, this has been a two-year endeavor. We went from, okay, we'll launch it to every time that we went to say a provider or a system, um, whether how we're hosting data, we would find that it's not sitting in total integrity. And that's what we were finding in these MetaShares and HealthShares. They were the traditional allopathic modalities that they were supporting, like get a free mammogram. Well, I, I don't want you getting a mammogram. Right. I want you to understand your body. I don't want you popping another pill and right. that's, you know, you're getting a prescription drug cart. I want you to understand what that biome, you know, your microbiomes look like and gut health really does and what inflammation in the body looks like. Um, and so we, again, by divine design, got connected to a gentleman that has come in and has been working with us for the past 18 months to create and uh, we'll be launching a MetaShare HealthShare that is sharing in the holistic and the naturopathic uh, modalities and treatment. And my goal was that to create something that my family needed. I needed the God forbid if I end up in a hospital until we create those as well, because that's on our list. Right. Um, an opportunity to have that catastrophic coverage and the ability to share in uh, the holistic and naturopathic world. So we have that put, being put forward. We have our, what we're calling a, um, uh, an unfiltered health chronicle. So if you go on the website now, you can take a look at it. It's all of the information that you may watch, read, or listen in one location. So instead of having to jump through a tele onto uh, a podcast over to a sub stack right. over to a, it's all there. It's all streamlined. So you can find 
what we're reading and who we listen to and what we watch on one platform. I was going through it the other day and platforms. I was like, this is great. This is like all my people, right? Like I was just scrolling through it. I was right. like, oh, that's a nice. Oh, that's a subset. That's it. It was, it was. So those of you that, because it can quickly get out of control. And I've said this for a like, matter of fact, I say it about our show is, you know, one of the things we try to do is, is curate for you, dive through some of the other stuff and then just bring you the best like you. So it's like, hey, I, I want to save you time. I want I understand we're all busy. So I want you to have the best stuff for those of you that are that are on this journey but what some of the things you're saying are so important I want to make sure our listeners you know understand this and I you know we were talking actually before the show me and Jeff um you know my family uses MetaShare well let me reclaim let me rephrase that I've never used MetaShare I have it and I've had it for years but we don't use it because that's not our model. I have it for the classic, that's like you said, right. get run over by a truck. And I the jokingly that's say, right. Jeff was asking me, he's like, well, you know, would you even go? I'm like, well, I probably even wouldn't go. If I got ran over by a truck, that's just me. Let me go. But uh, for those people that, <laughs> that do uh, understand right. that. But my point is, I've always dreamed of uh, a model. Matter of fact, one of my probably just like I've said before, like, you know, if you will, like before I die, if if I could be part of a a holistic, uh, and I don't even love the word, but lack of a better word, call it a hospital, right? Where we all would get uh, the 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 care that we dream of. Those of us that understand that health comes from you know above, down, inside out. That it's not something that's in a pill and a prescription and manufactured and synthetic. We understand that we're designed, you know, designed to heal, and we just want to support that. Understanding that crises can happen. Understanding that uh, things happen. Understand, matter of fact, that we're all even going to die at some point. That's not that we're not we're not under any illusion. But we also do believe in freedom of choice. And and once you understand that it's been systematically controlled. Um, I remember in my space as a chiropractor, when I was in school, uh, people were asking, you know, it's 20 plus years ago, and people were saying like, well, how come, and there was a few things like, well, how come chiropractic isn't covered better? Or you know, you talked about like the gut biome and you talk about, um, you know, people get frustrated, they'll come to me and they'll want to get certain tests done. And I'll say, awesome. I think that's great. Unfortunately, you're going to have to pay out of pocket. It's going to be a fairly a significant amount of money because, and people are like, well, why isn't that? And I've heard all the stories and you've heard these stories. People don't understand how bought and captured those insurance companies are, the pharmaceutical companies are. Like literally, I remember one person who I knew personally who sat on the 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 recommendation board for chiropractic with a particular insurance company. And as he was presenting his case for preventative care, there was an orthopedic surgeon there that said, over my dead body, will we allow them to see chiropractors for a blank amount of visits, whatever it was, right? And and then that was the um, end of it. That was the end of it. And so, you know, people people think that a lot of the recommendations and the allowable things are vetted by some sort of altruistic great science when really it's often built by ego, money, pride, you know, oh, yes. all those things. And so yes. until you fully step out of that. Now, to your point, now I've been doing this a long time. You've been doing this a long time. So I'm super comfortable not engaging with the system, right? Like it's not weird for me. It's my normal everyday life. For people that this was a wake up call these last few years, it feels scary, right? It feels like, but what am I going to do? And they need this other doctor to take them by the hand, right? They need a, a resources need like a your bridge. Time. Yeah, they need a bridge. That's right. They need a bridge of like, they're used to in-network copay <laughs> language, insurance yeah. model language. And I'm saying, if I want to really move to real health and wellness and talk about prevention versus treatment and sick care. I have to make this something that everybody from the, from the guy that just woke up yesterday to those that have been trying to be on this journey for the last 30, 20, 10 yeah. years, we have to make it a, a, a tidal wave over to easy, I get it, Let's go. And reasonably priced, right? I mean, I've always been, it's always right. been on my heart. Like I, one thing that has frustrated me personally about alternative healthcare, and I don't love that term, but just being that space is, I know you get Root so, healthcare is what yeah, we're trying to mess with. you get so, you get these, you know, gurus, many of them are my, my friends. And it's like, since, you know, they, they, they're great at reversing thyroid disease, so they can charge, you know, $10,000 to, you know, be your thyroid doctor. And, but that's the 1% mentality too. Yeah, no, totally. So it's like, Hey, this is not, yeah. healthcare is not for the only, the people that can afford it. Now I'm not talking socialized, you know, that's not what we're talking about guys. What we're talking about is there's a way to provide healthcare, true healthcare to the, the, the majority of human beings with or without typical insurance in a very affordable, because so much of it is things that you can do. Uh, they are lifestyle related. They're awareness things. There are ways you learn to take care of yourself. Now, there are certain tests to do, but as this continues to grow, and I'm putting words in your mouth, maybe you can tell us about this, but as these you know resources grow, as more people come over, as more people sign up, you know there is a, a volume model that allows for 
hey, some gut biome testing at a reasonable free that's not going to break your bank and you have to sell your house to get some reasonable real health testing done, right? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that's the case. I, I No, you're so right on. You're spot on. I have to tell you, like, this is why it's been two years because every time we think we're done, something else comes. Like I said, it's been like a lump of clay. Every time we're like, okay, now let's talk about this. Another piece comes on. We're like, all right, let's shape it into what we need it to be. And part of this um, health share journey has been expressing and explaining to the the um, investors that no, we don't use our that health share model in the same way. I know mm. that if my son has a fever, that I lean into my mother's intuition because yeah. I've been taught by my practitioner. I'm supported by my chiropractors to say, okay, after a certain level, that's when it calls for concern and I make a phone call or make sure. a visit. But until then, it's you know, lavender and there might be some sock treatments and all of those things that I'm speaking about for those that might, this might not sit in your world. <laughs> those are listed resources, you know, that you're going to be able to get as a membership inside of your membership to learn about and read about and hear about. And, but it's been a natural way of life for me. My business partner, again, coming from a NICU nurse background, even though she has some midwifery courses that she's done still is learning from me, you know, like, do you have activated charcoal? No, I don't see a doctor every day. Like my ask me, my son's never had an ear infection. So there is a opportunity to showcase that holistic naturopathic care is more affordable overall at a volume stake because we're not leaning into treatment. We're always leading with prevention. And getting to the root cause versus just dealing with, you know, if your child has an eczema issue inside of our world, it's coming down to what's the root cause of that, not just treating the eczema. So there's multiple visits that are coming out, which means multiple sharing expenses. That's not how this model is set up to work. And the more that people come in and get educated, and that's where the Freedom House Connect membership along with that house share is critical. So you come in as a as a member of the health share, but you also have a membership to the Freedom Health Connect website, which will help you learn, get connected to those providers, um, reach into the the tribe that has been leading this lifestyle for you know for a long time or are also on their wellness journey. So you are learning at the same time as you're becoming an active member inside of the the health share community. So you're not just leaning on, well, I used to take amoxicillin for that. And now I'm being told that maybe that's not the best course of treatment. Let me find the practitioner or the webinar or the tribal conversation that this might be having um, uh, inside of a topic that I should go and learn learn on and be more empowered. So it's self-directed health and wellness. You know what I've always, I've said this at different times and we try to actually do it on the show. Sometimes people say, Hey, well, you're a chiropractor. What do you know? And I say, well, that's fine. Well then what, tell me what title you want and I'll find one of them and I'll bring them on to discuss it. Right. And so when you help expose a person, I, you know, I know many natural pediatricians to your point earlier, you know, about fevers. And so, you know, some people need a certain degree after a name for it to apparently be real advice to them. And so what's one thing that's happened during, you know, these last few years is parents, people have woke up, not just parents, people in general. And they've said, hey, I, I do want a natural uh, approach to it. And so when you can connect them with a natural holistic pediatrician or a cardiologist, it doesn't matter any discipline. And I, I don't need all those different degrees. Some people do. My point in saying that is if you're as you're starting off and you need that bridge and you're th- they went to the, the doctor and they said, hey, you need these 26 drugs or two drugs. And you say, hey, that doesn't jive with me. And then you get to go meet somebody that's an expert that has the same degree, but has a different approach. People, it, it's like a whole, it's like a whole new world opens to them. And it's really, you know, it's it's kind of, I wouldn't even, I don't love this necessarily a simplification of way of saying it, but it's like, it's like a holistic second opinion. Now, what I would tell you happens oftentimes is eventually you don't need the first medical opinion because you're like, well, that isn't even going to be... I often tell people, should I go do this? I say, well, I don't know. Are you going to take drugs or do a surgery? And they said, well, I don't want to do that. I said, well, I wouldn't start there then. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd start the other way. That's... I'm a conservative approach, right? I mean, to me, that's just a logical approach. My point is, you know, helping people, you know, come into this. Let me ask you this, uh, Susan, have, what have you seen? You know, you talked about New Jersey. I do want to talk about that a little bit because 
you know, I think many people, you know, you, you, you experienced there and defeating some of the bills that were coming in, particularly with certain mandates. You know, you're in the hub there. I mean, there's many of the medical, you know, pharmaceutical headquarters are there. And a lot of the people are, you know, it's a, it's a good area. In of, yeah, in the pocket, yeah. if you will. And I know and you're, you're fearless. And so can you share with us just some of maybe, I don't want to say stories or warnings or concerns, because I make no mistake, I'll be happy to say this. My friends, what we just went through for the last few years, make no mistake, there's going to be another something. All right. It was um, a stress test. Yeah. Right. This was our stress test of seeing how humanity respond to um, a global health status, and it was on a global level. Never in the history of uh, infectious disease did they lock down healthy people. So, um, in the midst of our religious exemption uh, being threatened, and again, in in if you go, if you ever want to know what your state has by way of being able to go to school, because they've state laws have, and we're one of only, you know, very few countries that mandate through laws vaccines in order to go to school. And because of my son's reaction, I knew that that wasn't going to be an opera, you know, an option for him. So using a religious exemption is the, the, one of the easiest ways to be able to attend a school because obviously after my son we found a holistic doctor after nine months and we recognized that it was a vaccine reaction and did our VAERS report and things like that. Uh, you know, I had been atoning since the moment I gave it to him. Uh, my son is a God's gift to me. So I do hold those truly dear religious beliefs that I'm so lucky that my, my, my son is still alive and Neurologically typical, he does have what we call some glitches with him and detoxing is an important part of our, our protocol. Um, but, you know, he was designed uh, in, in God's likeness and image. So he has an innate ability, the body does have an innate ability to heal itself. And so when you look at using a religious exemption and wanting to hold on to that in order to attend school uh, and having your legislators look at you like, you are the problem versus the big tech, big pharma control. I mean, I know everyone's listening to Bobby out there. Uh, and I know people that aren't familiar with NVIC need to be 41 years of talking about the DTAP scream. You know, we've had people go before us warning us that yeah. this is vaccines are, are part of the control mechanisms to go from individualism to collectivism. And that's what they try to do in New Jersey. And our our little meetups, and I was very, very honest with the groups that I worked with saying, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm giving everything I have at this because I want my son to have the ability to go to school. One of those things was when um, the religious exemption bill was up in New York and it was they lost it in Albany. They were going to pro hold a protest with Bobby Kennedy. And I asked um, CHD and Bobby if they'd come to New Jersey first on their way. Because I thought, why would we wait for our bill to go up to have private meetings to educate the legislators? And they said yes. And those three legislators that Mr. Kennedy met um, during the uh, rally that I created uh, was the three that held firm during our vote in January. And it's mm -hmm. called the Battle of Trenton inside of the health freedom movement um, because it took us five days and thousands of families standing outside and protesting and, and yeah. crying for our children's right to attend school. But I will tell you, I learned a very hard lesson. That lesson was in 2021 and in 2020 when we officially went in lockdown and virtual learning. And then when the kids were going back to school, it was six feet apart with their, you know, mm -hmm. their, their distance sticks, their masks, and their face shields. Um, that had I taken those same parents and used my event planning skills into blocking us for five days inside of a giant ballroom and doing tables of 10 and 20 by county. And we had just created our own schools because the mm. year later, we found out we didn't want them in the schools mm, mm, mm. that we were hoping they could stay in because of the curriculum right. and the doctrine that was coming down the line. So I learned a valuable lesson in that fight to freedom and hold on to our, our, our ability to attend school and our children to attend but as we move to Florida to, to be freer and live amongst like-minded, um, my 
ability to stay focused on legislation and watching it and staying active in my own way uh, is still here. I, I will never not protect my square. I have my square. I have my individual freedoms. And it doesn't matter who your governor is, they're always at risk. So we have to be vigilant. We have to be mindful. And we have to have those alerts that you know the, the NVIC advocacy portal gives us. Um, those alerts that uh, we're watching inside of the different um, uh, websites that come up or, or news alerts. We have to be vigilant to hold on to our freedoms. It's not something that is just going to be supported and held on to by, say, a certain type of governor. We have to do it at the local level. We just do. You know, with, with couldn't agree more. And I think, if anything, it's these, again, I keep referring to these last few years. And, and really, it was, uh, it was that so many of us had gotten comfortable, right? We had, we had kind of mm-hmm. going with it and didn't think we needed to necessarily whatever, you know, oh, it's okay, just do my thing and, you know, raise my kids, you know, on jabbed and things like that. And we just practiced our, our, our lifestyle. But then we realized, yeah, what we started to realize was, oh my gosh, right? Like it's the old, uh, that old quote, right? You know, first they came for the Jews. I wasn't a Jew. Then they came for the, you know, and then it really did. It ended up on our doorstep. And that's where you really find out about yourself. You find out what you're made of. You find out about your faith. You find out if if you're really battle ready. And a lot of us found out that we, you know, we found it out with our churches. We found it out with different things that we were not ready. We were, we were lazy. We were slothful. We were unprepared. We were unfit, literally or metaphorically. And so what, what this has made us realize is, yeah, we, ha- we have to be, if we're not in the game, then you're moving backwards. If we're not, so what I would say to listeners, literally everybody that listens to this, even if you're new to this, and this is, we didn't talk about this, but um, I would say go join the Freedom Health Connect, pay the little, pay the, it's a very, it's a very small membership fee. It's not a lot. And just, just to, because we have to support these types of groups so they can continue to grow and exist. And we have the access and we have, as the next thing comes up, that's in six weeks, six months, or six years, then this thing is already in a robust platform. So we can get care we need. We can talk to like-minded professionals. We can get advice. Um, you know, we're more powerful together. They would love for us to be divided. I remember a story of um, uh, the steering the civil rights movement. They made this this uh, desire. They they made this decision that they were going to arrest all the protesters, all of the civil rights activists. And so they they just they were like finally they were like we're just going to arrest everybody. That will stop them. What they found out is um, so they arrested them, and some couldn't get out, and some couldn't get you know pay their bail. So there was many of them that were together in these jails for extended periods of time, and then when they got released and they went back to their basically to their hometowns, they were stronger than ever. They were able to share ideas, they were able to share practices, they were able to share you know what worked, what didn't work, and so and they felt that camaraderie. The, the they whoever they are would love us to feel divided. They love us to feel alone. They love us to feel like we're the only ones. They love us to feel like it's too big of a thing to do. And when you get community, when you get a tribe, when you get like-minded people, when you get people you can share and connect with, everything changes. And so it's more, but I'll tell you, to do it in in the midst of fear, to do it in the midst of crisis, to do it in the midst of, oh my gosh, everything's going crazy. I don't know who to listen to. That's kind of the wrong time to do it. Um, so don't wait for that. Kind of like you had said earlier, like I, you can't try to figure this thing out and, you know, in the, in the, in, in, it's a bad time to, to make a decision on desperation is a bad time to do that or fear. So this is why we bring guests like you on here, of course, so people can get familiar with this and say, Hey, yeah, I do need to look into this. What's going on. I need to begin this process of, of educating. It's your health. It's like you said with your child, it's your child. You know, God gives them to us for X amount of years to, help raise them. And, and that's a significant, important responsibility. And if you think that somehow, and I'll challenge people on this, if you think the school is supposed to educate your kids, if you think healthcare is supposed to take care of you, I'm here to tell you it's not, it never should have been. And it, sh- and, 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 and it, you should never have thought that they're your kids. You're in charge. Okay. Well, <laughs> at least at this point we are, uh, they would like to change that too. And that's part, literally part of, and I'm not even joking about that. They would like to take our kids' minds away from us. And so if I, I don't, uh, sorry you were born in this time of history. I would say it's a crem- incredible opportunity. Here was what I'm saying is you can't not get engaged. You can't just sit by the wayside and hope Susan will do it or hope Bobby will do it or hope Dell will do it or pick your favorite freedom fighter name. That's not, that won't do it. All right. It's going to be the millions of us that come together 
to create the new system, to build the new way. And there's a, another great quote you probably know, but we're never, uh, I can't remember who said it the first time, you're not going to, uh, you know, f- fix it by, by just tearing down the old one, right? Spend that time building the new, which is course of what you've done. So um, we appreciate it. What are some other kind of action steps, uh, Susan, or just other things that you, our listeners need to be aware of? They need to, you know, how, how have you stayed in this? Because like you said, you're a, you're a mom, you're a, a businesswoman, you're an entrepreneur. How do people maybe that are growing weary or they're just, oh, like they've given up. I, I was talking to my wife about this the other day. We happen to homeschool, but we, every year we reevaluate and we just say is, you know, what do our kids need? Is there different decisions we need to make? So we were having that conversation the other day. And, um, you know, I, 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 I remember during COVID times, so many people, what my wife and I were saying, there was so many people that were looking at homeschooling during that time. But now I feel like it's gone the other way. People have almost gone and been like, you know what? They, it's like they got tired. They got weary. Like you said, with the medical care, they just got so, they knew it wasn't right, but it got so confusing. They just almost found themselves, now they're back, back at their doctor. Um, so what do you say to those people that have grown weary that are like, oh man, I just, it's too much. It's too divisive. It's too much stress. How do you stay in the game? How do you, uh, to use a scriptural reference, how do you not grow weary doing good works? Um, because I look at who I lay down with every night between my, my husband and my son, uh, they're, they're my why. Uh, and I actually, I, I can appreciate everyone who is feeling exhausted and just wants to relax after the past couple of years have been so horrific and so stressed and so tenuous. But, um, I don't know. I am, I've never been more excited this while it's been crazy. It's been so exciting. I mean, I got connected through um, with Dolores through one of our one of our FTA team members with a gentleman that's using a frequency test. And this frequency test during the during the pandemic, we were using for our lab created uh, lab produced PCR tests. So none of our members ever had to take a brain swab and a uh, a, a DNA test right. inside of their mouth. And that was you know no spit no swab all voice activated uh, and lawful. So finding these solutions that then I, you know, have a further discussion with him, maybe nine months after using it for, for travel, he him saying, do you understand there's more to this test? You're literally using a sliver of it for heal, for healing, uh, bioresonance frequency healing. And now we've just used it on the very dear friend of mine's brother who had a brain injury and now he's moving his legs and he's walking mm, and mm. he's blinking and he's writing. I wouldn't have gotten connected to him if I didn't just say, I need a solution for my family, which there's 10 more like me out there. turns out there's you know close to 100,000 that are like me out there. Um, in the midst of all of that as well, I will tell you, uh, I don't for those that aren't familiar with Dr. Paul Thomas, um, he yeah. is an amazing practitioner out of Oregon that I got connected to prior to his um, uh, retirement <laughs> that was board certified through the indigenous. And I was on a call fighting up against the PCR and how BS that was. And Paul mentioned it. And I said, uh, we didn't talk offline. I didn't talk to you about that. And so we went and examined, what does it look like to be an indigenous healer? And guess what? It sits outside of the jurisdiction of many of my places. So we use those indigenous healers and are now working on creating our own native healing network, which is a um, an opportunity for those that want to walk away from the the chains that bind them in their uh, board certifications that we had mentioned yeah. from the allopathic to the naturopathic world, where we can say, come over here, practice and practice medicine again. That doesn't have that governmental control. Look at, I, I'm not a baby with the bathwater girl. You know, none of us, I don't think are. Yeah. There's times where chemo might be the only option. I'm not saying it is, sure. but there might be. And so I am not trying to say allopathic medicine is is wrong. What I've had conversations with Dr. Pulowski about is that we went from Western pharmacology instead of Western medicine. And so there is a mind shift that needs to happen. And we're hoping to do that. So I guess for me, what keeps me going is the excitement of every time that I think I come up against a new challenge God has literally been like, here's the mm. solution. Mm. Here it is. I'll connect you with the person that's doing the thing, that has the equipment, that wants to start the healing hive, that has the you know, background in health shares. The, from the, the testing alone that you mentioned, Dr. Ben, we, one of our amazing healers that I had certified through the indigenous, 
that we are working with during the, the pandemic um, sits on a board that does a, a finger prick analysis, mm. a blood finger prick. So you don't have to do a venous puncture and the cost comes way down to yeah. do 90% of the tests that you, that the, my allopath and, and my naturopath would ask for in order to get to root cause issues. And it costs, I'm talking yeah. significantly less. It's the size of a cigar box. So every clinic can have it. I am partnering with that to get them mass distributed so we can walk away from the quest. So we're not sitting in the in the system where the Chinese are buying our remnants to find out what our DNA looks like. Yeah. How? Because I met Annie that has the thing that's doing the thing that, I mean, <laughs> because God is saying, this is what you should do. I am an event planner by trade. I have no idea how I ended up here inside yeah. of travel. And inside of, you know, real well wellness and healthcare. But I will tell you that I was not waiting for someone to do it for me. Yeah. I need this for my family. So I just picked up the phone and said, who do you know? Who do I know? And how can we work on this together? And I welcome anyone that has whatever your skill set is. I have been so blessed to have designers come to me, uh, programmers, uh, you know, payment merchants that are, are freedom-minded because like as I said, we got shut down from uh, our CMS. We got shut down by payment providers. So I have been so lucky that people have hear, hear these types of interviews saying, I don't know, I have this skill set. Could you use that? And they just put their hand out and they or they raise their hand and they get in contact. And the goal at Freedom Health Connect is to connect. So whatever your skill set is, look to your left, look to your right and ask the people around you, hey, can we do this together? I want to work on, you know, just doing maybe a a, a crop sharing or uh, yeah. uh, maybe a a butcher a block, yeah. um, you know, uh, a our own prayer group that's working for those that are doing this kind of work. Whatever those things are, everyone has the ability to do something. And there's a tagline that I will steal from NVIC, which is, "Don't put off today mm -hmm. what you could have done to change tomorrow." You know, Barbara LaFisher talks about that all the time. And I think that we all could benefit from people that have been in this fight like her um, yeah. and maybe understand that it's it's a build. My fight is my build. You know, I as we kind of wind down here, you you've reminded me of some things. And I wanna I wanna just mention this to our, our listeners. So you you hear from a person like Susan who's so passionate and 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 doing the build and doing the work, and like you said and alluded to. You know, don't, don't expect somebody else to. Here's the beautiful thing about health, about healing. Um, thankfully, so much, as, as you're sitting here listening to this, and I say this almost every show, but as you're sitting here listening to this, your heart has been beating, your, uh, your body's healed things you don't even know about. It's killed cancer cells. Your eyes are seeing, your ears are hearing, your body's amazing. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't take care of it. But one thing that I find sometimes in holistic healthcare is if you if you come in with a a medical mindset and just try to apply holistic you're not really going to get as far as you want it still can be fear based it still can be you know treatment based it can still be i need 9 million supplements and 8 million tests and all this thing i i i take care of these people that they're still there's they they, they don't want meta, modern they don't want the allopathic model but they take an allopathic mindset and they apply that into what i would call holistic care and what i would want to encourage some of you on is the tr now, that's an okay start, but part of my job on this show is to remind you that that's not the end. It's not what, do, what supplement do I take for my depression? What do my, it's not just medical allopathy treatment diagnosis to, 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 to now treat my things naturally. That's, that's getting there, but it's really still early in the process. So my encouragement to you is as Susan and team continue to build this out and as the network continues to grow, because here's why I say this, you might get on the website and you might say, hey, there's not somebody in my area, or I live in the middle of a small town and I can't even do this, or I can't. Listen, still to this day and every day that will ever be a significant majority of your quote healthcare happens by the daily decisions that you make. You don't need a doctor to go on a walk. You don't need a doctor to eat clean food. You don't need a doctor to avoid medical procedures. You don't need a doctor to not take medical experiments. You don't need that. You just need knowledge. And so most, a majority of healthcare 
is done on your own on daily incremental things. And so I want you to be encouraged. Sometimes we hear this, we go, oh man, I want this guru doctor. And listen, a lot of those are my friends and I love them and I use them as needed, but I don't use them every day. Okay, that's not the point. These are, you, you start, as you start to learn, as your knowledge base grows, as your faith grows in, as you've managed, you know, a fever, you know, and a cold and a, a flu without, you know, going to the hospital and taking 20 drugs, you realize, hey, this isn't as hard as I thought. This isn't as scary as I thought. And you know what? I have less and less of those things the more I take care of myself, the way I'm practicing these things on a daily basis. So the, the risk I see happen to people sometimes is they think, oh man, I've got to have this whole new, and, 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 and in a sense that you do, but in many ways, it's actually easier and it's less than you're doing to practice the fear-based medical allopathic model. And so I just want to encourage people with that. Any last words for us here, Susan, as we kind of wind down? Any final thoughts on, uh, you know, kind of how to follow you, things they can do to stay, you know, up to speed, and then just any kind of final, final encouraging uh, thoughts for us? Yeah, I don't want to step all over that, but I will tell you, my hands are up going, amen. amen. Yes, but he just said, um, so yeah, get connected. Don't wait for the crisis to connect. So freedomhealthconnect.com, jump in, join our subscription list at the very least, stay, stay on our newsletter so you can see what we have coming in. Uh, and if there is something specific that you're looking for, you have questions, what I will say is our onboarding process for all of our members is unique because I do not believe in AI-driven uh, uh, websites. We have an amazing group of uh, mostly nurses that are our care navigators. So you'll join a group call when you ju jump in with us. So you get to know your tribe immediately. We take out the awkward. And then you get a one-on-one -on -one call with our care navigator to understand what you're looking for and they know the benefits and the resources that we have front to back, back to front to help you get started and get the most out of your membership. Don't wait for the crisis to connect, especially when it comes to our health. In the midst of all of the different food shortages and all the other scare tactics that are out there um, that might be real or might be coming down the pike sooner than later, your health is what's gonna get you by um, and it's gonna sustain you. So this, our hope is that you will come on along this journey with us to make sure that we are the tidal wave of change inside of health and wellness so that no matter what happens in the future, we're all together and prepared faster, stronger, simpler, and better. Beautiful. Thank you so much for all that you do, all that you're doing and continue to do. An honor to have you on the show and um, can't wait to just see what... Uh, how this keeps growing. Take care. God bless. Thanks, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to support the show, give us a five-star review and share it with your tribe. To learn more about Dr. Ben's work, visit AchieveWellness.clinic.